Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Pineapple Theory Podcast. I'm super excited today to announce for the first time the All-Star Caddy Kickstarter is finally live. So you can go to kickstarter.com, search for All-Star Caddy, the golf practice board. Now I'm going to explain to you what the golf practice board is. The All-Star Caddy practice board is an all-in-one golf accessory to help beginners and intermediate golfers improve their game by combining the most amount of features into one compact product. It's designed to be your first and last stop in improving, practicing, and getting the most enjoyment out of your golf game. Essentially, if you want to practice golf or if you know someone who likes golf and they want to get better at their game, go to kickstarter.com, back my project. You won't regret it. It's going to be awesome. Thank you so much, and on with the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pineapple Theory Podcast. This is episode, don't know, don't know what episode this will be by the time it comes hey. out. Oh, no, shit. No, yeah, no, we can't. We're, this is ahead. We're behind. Yeah, We're I'm recording forget. this ahead. So this is, <laughs> Josh is like, hey! <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was so sure. I was like, it's hey. <laughs> no, it's not. We've already done episode 80. <laughs> We've already done 81, 82, maybe, especially with the House of Dragons <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were so confident and so wrong. Um, okay, well, what this is, is this is the Halloween episode where we're going to be reading out some spooky ghost stories, something a little different, but a bit of fun. And to make the fun extra fun, we have a guest with us. We have McKinley. McKinley, welcome. That's the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Am I the cutest thing? Yeah. Oh, well, thanks. Pickle Mick. I I'm thought you were gonna. Rick! I was gonna go. I was ready for. I'm pickle Mick. Yeah, but... pickle Mick. Anyway, <laughs> pickle Mick. Yeah. So we've got John. We've got me. We've got Mick. It's a good time. It's gonna be fun. Um, who loves Halloween here? I know McKinley loves Halloween. I have a Halloween. I'm not love. gonna lie. I've never been the biggest fan of Halloween. What? Why not? Yeah. Why not? I I don't know. I like trick-or-treating because I like, well, as a kid. If I could go trick-or-treating now as an adult, I would. What if there was an adult trick-or-treating? They used to do like trick-or-treating in universities where Ah, you would go to like people's front door and they would give you like shots. Mm. Oh, see that? uh, Yeah, I could get behind that. But I was afraid of getting drugged, so I never did it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. Never thought of that. Right. They train you from a young age to be very scared of being drugged at Halloween. Yeah. They're like everyone Never. just wants to give you their drugs at and razor blades. Time. Like they're like, oh, you're gonna get candy with razor blades and drugs in it. That happens though. But does it? Think about. Well, have you ever I've actually seen... heard anyone in your life of that happening? I've seen it on Facebook. I well, f- I've <laughs> fucking seen everything on Facebook. Half the <laughs> stories we're gonna read today I found on Facebook. Doesn't mean I believe them. Mm. They're on Reddit. Mm. No, I I don't know like. McKinley's the kind I... of person who would go to a sleepover and at 12.01 she'd go, someone would say, good night guys, I've had a great day. And you'd be like, actually, it's tomorrow. Uh, I'm not. One, no, one of those people. Well, you, I just made a Facebook joke and you claimed it, said it was on Reddit. So I mean. Well, your joke wasn't funny, so. Anyway, John. Just get Yes. Why don't you like Halloween that much? Now as an adult, do you not like having like, can you enjoy the fact that kids come to the door and you have to give out candy and you're sort of on no, the other kids, side Kids of it? don't come to the door. Oh, they don't? No. The oh. streets are dead here. Oh. Like, well, that's supposed to be. <laughs> that's kind of, yeah. Where's all the kids on Halloween? Mm. All playing Fortnite. Oh, um, don't start me on Fortnite. I've, to be fair, I've only just started to like dive into the the spooky and scary type of film and tv genre okay because i think that's why i didn't like halloween because i hated being scared yeah so like getting scared on halloween i was i remember this one time we were uh it was when i stayed in uh like a place near cambridge and we were doing like we stayed on the camp mm-hmm. and we were doing trick-or-treating and we went up to this guy's door and said go to the back door so we went around the back and like to get to the back door like you would have to like open the gate Mm-hmm. to get to the back door but the gate was open but there was just like black bin liner bags like covering the whole way so you like to get by it you you like have to run through it or 
Mm-hmm. So like I poked the black bag, and I don't even know what the mask was, but I just it, as soon as I heard the scream and the man jumping in front of me, I just turned around and legged it. I, oh, I just hated it. Mm. Hated being scared. And people always used to chase me with the scream mask. Yeah, the scream mask was a big one. I had. Oh, it. I, hated I, that I remember shit. for years I wanted it and I was never allowed it. And then one year, mom and dad finally let me have the scream mask with the blood pump. Yeah, you squeeze the wee heart thing, and the blood would run down the face. Oh, such a cool mask! I don't think it was as big here. We didn't really have. Oh, many everyone wanted that. Mask. That was the best one. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, apart from me, I hated it. Like, <laughs> well, I, yeah. I had a phobia. It was the screen. best because it was scary, but it was quite the apparatus. Yeah. And honestly, if something went wrong, it went very wrong because it was All just it was just red dye, so it would mm. it would ruin whatever it touched. But. Do you guys remember the smell of Halloween masks? Yeah. I never I know really that, wore any. I know that sounds weird, but I have a distinct memory of like putting on a Halloween mask and just the, the, the plasticky smell. Smell. You know? It's one like of those it's... smells you can't describe. You've no, but it's, it, but it's only it. it's only in Halloween masks. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's a unique scent, let's call it. That should be a candle. <laughs> Halloween mask. Halloween mask. Yeah. That's not what, are you guys doing anything for Halloween this year? Um, we're thinking we're gonna, well, you might be, I'm not sure. Well, I don't know. I have my, an evil professor in that they're assigning a project on October 28th and it's due the 31st, which is the weekend of Halloween. Wait, they assign it on the 28th? They're assigning it on the 28th. So it's not even like we can do it before Halloween weekend. So you have to do it on the weekend. Yeah. Why would, why would they do that? I don't know. Maybe because they want us not to drink or something. I don't know. He's the Scrooge of Halloween. Basically. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he's like John. Our prof is like, oh, it shouldn't yeah, ruin your weekend. And I'm like, um, it won't help. What if the assignment is like you're researching like a spooky ghost court story? I don't think they bring ghosts to court. <laughs> <laughs> they do in that movie. Which one? The, uh, the one we went to. We, uh, you know, we saw it. Um. They literally, like, it's the first ever time where they, like, got someone oh, off because of yeah, paranormal the new, activity. Um, what is that? Insidious, you think? No. Conjuring. Oh, Conjuring, songs. yeah. The new Conjuring oh, is never literally it. all about the first time that someone got off with demonic possession. Yeah, that's true, actually. They told, see, I know what I'm on about. <laughs> At least someone Why does. is that your celebration music? Why not? <laughs> Me and Reese had, like, a... I, do, I can't I even play, listen I to that I played anymore. it for McKinley. That and is she the funniest you guys have ever been on this podcast. You think? Yeah. yeah. You're so funny. You're like, oh, we're done. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> I was uh, I was feeling pretty loose after a couple of whiskeys. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. It was a it was a loose one. I had one beer and I was gone with the fairies. You have no, but you have absolutely ruined the wee noise for me now. Oh, because of that stupid. Yeah, that's like one. even when I heard it there, I was. Sorry, like, this oh. is the to- this is the normal Ooh. one. This is totally know, fine. Like, now that I'm expecting it to no, this not is, play. No, this is satisfying. This one because it, we're it getting does away from post. what this should be. I know this is very happy and like do do do. True. Doo. Yeah. This should we be. Need, we need scary shit. This is oh, not that's... scary, but this is just to bring the intensity back. Oh, we bring in the intensity. This is very intense. Okay, here we go. Here we go. It's actually a cool mix. Reese, it is. Two days of podcasting in a row with you. I can't do the buttons anymore. <laughs> I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the to do it. <laughs> the buttons are getting too much for me. Don't be catcher. But I was like, oh, this is all a little sharp defense, huh? The listeners might as well just skip the first 10 minutes of every podcast you do. Look at us. Look at us. Like, it's just a mess. Not me. Yeah. It is. So that was a fucking lie. Okay. (laughs) Wasn't that a good mix? Everyone enjoy that? Now the intensity is back. Do you click them all? Yeah. Or have you just got one button that you... No, I I click them. Each sound, I have to hit live there and there. Oh. So I can hit a music track, right? So I can hit calm ambiance and it will start playing that you know and then i have other damn it now i've brought the energy back here, here we go again Reece, uh, i got a dance one that's 
nice. No. <laughs> yeah, but Makes no, I have to hit each button. Out. But I can hit multiple buttons and they can just all just stack so on. That that and then it sounds like an absolute mess. Yes, it is a mess. Right, on to the stories. Okay, fine, I'm done. I'm done with the buttons, I promise. I promise. Okay, so... As we said, kind of, at the start of this episode, we're going to be doing a Halloween-y story kind of thing. So, all of us have gone onto the internet, we've scoured for hours of intensive research to bring you the very best, totally not 10 minutes before the show started. So, nope. We, I've got two stories, I've got a short one. Do you want one. me to turn a light on, by the way, or do you like the... Nah, I like the spookiness of your darkness. Like... <laughs> dark and spooky. Dark and spooky. Dark I can make spooky. us a wee bit dark and spooky, but I can't be bothered. Um, yeah, so I've got two stories. I got a short one, which I thought would be a good little intro, sort of start for the start for the start for this, and then we'll go on to whoever wants to go next, right? Okay, okay let's go for it. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna put on some wee spooky music in the background. Wee spooky? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no more wee no. sounds. <laughs> course not all right here we go so this is from reddit from the user mrs underscore night underscore terror and it was posted Ooh. in the ghost stories reddit so the title is this story is short but true when i was about 15 my grandmother died that's it what do you <laughs> <say? laughs> <laughs> uh, feeling bad good. laughing at that <laughs> Oh. Well, no, it wasn't laughing at the grandmother dying. It was laughing at my joke about, yeah, I knew you get it. Okay. All right. When I was 15, my grandmother died. We were really close. And I took her death pretty hard. <laughs> she died. <laughs> oh, we got a fucking ad. <laughs> we're 20 seconds into the first one. This is such a mess. Guys, I need to give a, I need to take a deep breath. This here. is serious, okay? This is oh. serious. It's because you saw it with my grandmother. All right, I'll start again. Hang on. Oh, poor Mystic Knight, Terra, right. whatever her name was. Okay, let me turn it down a touch. I think that's too loud. I'm getting hot. When I was about fifty. <laughs> Like wheezing in the background. <laughs> Why are you not even had a drink? I'm going to take my jumper off. When I was. <laughs> this is not oh. the vibe, guys. Oh, this is not what we were going for. We were going for spooky. Okay, start again. We're gonna have to change the, the, the title of the show to... Uh, like just 15 uh, minutes of laughing. It's all right, I got this. Right. Funny ghost stories. All right. When I was 15, my grandmother died. We were really close and I took her death pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I, I took it <laughs> 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 pretty I can't because you guys don't know what the next line is, but the next line is gonna make you laugh. Okay. All right. When I, was, when I was about fifteen, my grandmother died. We were really close, and I took it. Her, I took her death pretty hard. She died on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and to make light of the situation, I would joke that she went out like Elvis. Well, <sighs> okay. All right. Well, a few days after she died on the toilet, I myself was on the toilet. When the bathroom lights turned off. Ooh. Not a burned out bulb. Something physically s flipped the switch. As I sat there, I saw a faint blue light. I was kind of spooked out. That's it? No, I'm still oh. going. I'm, I'm Why are you pausing? I'm dynamic. You're taking big, I'm, taking big I'm trying to make it dynamic. All right. So... I was on the toilet when the bathroom lights <laughs> turned on. <laughs> uh, I saw a faint blue light. I was kind of spooked, but welcomed all the par paranormal activity. When I walked out of the bathroom, my five-year-old sister looked at me and said, Grandma was just at the end of the bed. 
She told me to tell you she said hi and she was sorry for turning off the lights. I will never forget this moment. It's one of my favorite memories. That's it. That's the story. <laughs> and that's it. I thought you were going to say my uh, my five-year-old sister came up and said that Grandma said that you stink. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a better ending. All right, that's the first ghost story. That was just a little oh, intro wow. to set the spooky mood, but it did, it did not. Jeez, I <laughs> done the complete opposite. Yeah. All right, who wants to go next, McKinley or John? Who wants to read a spooky story? Well, this is the one I haven't actually read yet. I was just searching for an alien story, mm. and it's we kind can of go long. That, I feel like parts, I need though, so we can see if we want to hear the second part. Should right. we? Should I read? Go for it. Do you want the yeah, spooky yeah. music in the background? Music? Music? Sure. Okay. Spooky music. <laughs> Please, I need to... I'm trying to compose myself yeah. here. Yeah. Okay. This says, I had a year-long experience of strange events that I've never been able to explain or fully remember. It started in winter, working up north on a project. Our crew was put up in a motel 10 minutes outside of the largest town in the area. I somehow got upgraded to a king-size bed with couches. Nice room. <laughs> Our days were long, so I used the couches to stack my clothes in piles. Jeans, hoodies, etc. <laughs> I have no idea if this is going to end up being better or not. We're just going for it. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a mundane start. It's pretty mundane so far. Okay. Uh. I had brought my entire desktop computer with me and was in the middle of a massive argument with my ex over Facebook Messenger at 1am during the second week up there. At some point, I opened my eyes and was sitting on top of a pile of hoodies on the couch. The time was now 4am. I rushed over to the computer. At some point after 1am, I had stopped typing a sentence midway through. My ex had left a ton of messages throughout the night demanding I answer her back. She also left missed calls and texts on my phone that was still sitting beside the mouse. I figured I somehow passed out but wasn't sure how I ended up on top of my hoodies on the couch and not just fall into bed. Went back to sleep normally for the remaining couple of hours before work. Strange. A couple of days later, a, strange, a stranger scenario happened. My routine was we'd finish work, I'd come back to the motel around 9pm, shower, change, and drive into town for a late night dinner at Boston Pizza. There's so many details that There's don't need so to be. Many I know. Yeah. It says only restaurant open later than McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. So this particular night, I went through my routine, took a shower, changed, and headed for the door. I got to my car, and when I turned it on, something felt really wrong. I looked at the time. It was now 2 a.m. I had no idea how I had lost four hours between showering and getting into my car. It felt weird. My whole body felt weird. I felt violated. You feel violated, but you do have no idea what happened. Not a single memory or explanation. I stayed up all night, scared shitless, trying to figure out what happened. Why was I missing four hours? The rest of the project, nothing else happened. But once I got back home, things started happening that were just as weird. There's more to my experiences, if people want to know. <laughs> but Wait. those oh two events were the starting catalysts. I've never actually figured out what happened, but most people I've asked all seem to agree it had to be abduction events. Well, that was kind of a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> that was it? There was no aliens? I guess it's just that time just is missing. This, just this guy being really shit and not knowing how to tell time? Yeah, basically. I feel like we need to just, like, none of this is going how we thought it would go. Well, I feel like mine is pretty okay. spooky. Bring compared us onto to the right track. The, the toilet. John, John's got us covered. Right, okay. <clears throat> Let me take a little sip of my brew. <laughs> Cleanse the palate. Okay. <clears throat> so... I'm obviously going to be telling this story as if I'm in the story, you know? Mm -hmm. So, there is a place near my village that I am too afraid to visit at night. They say, oh no, wait, shit, <laughs> Sorry, this is the guy. <laughs> this is the guy telling me, I'll just, I'm just going to read. There is a place near my village that I am too afraid to visit at night. They say old monastery pool is haunted. 
and that this is the story which proves it. Just after the Second World War, and with rationing still firmly in place, trading any extra food you could you grew or caught was near necessity. A youth in my tiny Nottinghamshire village known as Young Charlie understood this well. Back in those days, young back in those days, young Charlie could often be found in the borough arms. I actually live there now. <laughs> I, I don't. This guy does. <laughs> <laughs> Probably should have read that. Book. We know you don't. <laughs> Why would you include that? Well, I don't. I know I said I did, but I don't actually. This guy does. <laughs> uh, trading the trout and eels he plucked from the local streams. For well, I didn't stamps. actually pluck him from the streams because, you know, it was him. <laughs> uh... I suppose you know, but you know about old monastery pool. One patron asked, as he exchanged a few stamps for one of Charlie's slender trout. <laughs> Charlie shook his head. <laughs> Reese, behave. Charlie shook his head. Never heard of it, sir. Plenty of big fish in old monastery pool, lad. The patron continued. <laughs> This is a scary story. <laughs> the way you're you're putting emphasis on all the wrong words, though. You're like, Charlie put his big fish. <laughs> oh, that's how I read stories. All right, all right, keep going. I love it. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, plenty of big fish in the old monastery pool, lad. The patron continued. Used to be the monks' carp pond. They reared them for hu- uh, for food hundreds of years ago. It's up in Glover's Wood. Trees moved in once the monastery was gone, but the pond's still... <laughs> Trees moved in? <laughs> like it's overgrown, I think. <laughs> so I read this before, and like I read it, trees moved in, and I was like, all right, yeah, the trees obviously grew, but yeah. now that I'm no, reading it out no, loud, it sounds, it's like like sounds as if I'm saying trees moved into <laughs> the place. Um, so let me clarify, the trees grew once uh, everybody mm. left. Thanks. Charlie's interest was peaked. Really? Have you ever fished there? Me? Nah. You need Alsop's permission, else it's poaching, and me and him don't get on. Mr Alsop was a local landowner, Charlie knew. But whilst Mr Alsop apparently had grievance with this man, Charlie had never got on the wrong side of him. How come you know there's plenty of fish if you've never fished there? Must be, answered the patron, after a long swig of ale. Else why would Elsop have refused all folk who have asked to fish it? He's keeping all the carp for himself, miserable bugger. The next Sunday morning, there was only one thing on young Charlie's mind. Church was the only place he ever saw Mr Elsop, and so that was where he'd get his permission. Old Monastery Pool was full of ancient monster carp, and Charlie was desperate to catch one. Mr Elsop, Charlie asked, after the service, is it true there's an old carp pond up in your woods <laughs> true enough young man Mr Alsop answered as they walked up the narrow church path it belonged to the old monastery before it was burned down why do you ask I was wondering if I might have your permission to fish it sir <laughs> <laughs> why is Composed. this just a fishing story <laughs> why is the gosh <laughs> John just told us about a guy who wants to fish. Oh. 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 full on crying. He's just talking about fish. I could, I could see him. I could see him like bubbling away. And I was like, well, trying I'm to, like thinking, I'm like, oh, right, any second now, something's <laughs> just gonna happen. She's like, oh, there was a lot of fish in the pond, there was less fish. What happened to all the fish? <laughs> well, we have to keep listening to Oh, know. yeah, I'm ready. <clears throat> There's a lot more to come. Oh, okay. It's, it's, it's a long story. I thought we were going for, like, long stories. Uh, it's fine. I just, you know, go for it. Okay. I need to find where I was now. Uh, wow, well, you um, were talking about fish. <laughs> Oh, aye, so I was wondering if I might have your permission to fish it, sir. (laughs) 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 Oh, jeez. I do (laughs) apologise. This is such a mess. (laughs) Uh, um, I'd return any fish I caught, of course. (laughs) 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 
Why is he fish? Okay. What does he say? Is oh. he allowed to fish? So, um, he says, I don't think so, Mr. Alstrom answered, dismissively. Now I'd best be off. Lots to do. Charlie was devastated. <laughs> Fishing was his life. <laughs> But he'd never had the chance to land anything truly remarkable for. <laughs> a monster carp would be his crowning achievement and would have the pub talking for you. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. See, before we, before we started this episode, I had no idea I was going to be laughing this much. No. I did not see this coming. Oh. Just imagine some guy walking in the pub being like, guys, I did it. I caught the monster carp. <laughs> Got the monster carp I was after. And the other, everyone else is like, ooh, spooky. Oh. <laughs> okay. Right, I need to compose. I'm going to take in a little swig. Yeah, hang on. Let's, let's, uh, I'm going to change the track. I don't know. This is it's every time I say fish now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm good to go. Okay. Okay. The next Sunday, Charlie beseeched Mr. Alksop again, but got the same answer. So he tried again the following Sunday and was still refused. The Sunday after that, he offered to do odd jobs around the manor to pay for his fishing. The Sunday after that, he offered all the trout and eels he had caught for a month, but still, Mr. Alksop would not relent. Charlie tried and tried, Sunday after Sunday, never giving up. Eventually, he started calling in on Mr. Alksop at the manor itself. Lord, not you again. Mr. Alsop moaned when Charlie visited the manor for the third time in as many days. I'm just desperate to fish old monastery pool, Charlie said, <laughs> before Mr. Alsop had the chance to usher him away. Please just say yes and I'll stop coming here. I'll never ask anything of you again, I promise. The answer is no, I've told. Why won't you let me, Charlie exclaimed. Why are you being such a grouch? Because of the abot, Mr. Alsop barked when he refused starving villagers' carp after a failed harvest. They strangled him and burned down oh, the monastery to try go. and cover up the murder. He's still... I don't care about some dead old abbot, Charlie interrupted. I just want one chance to fish the pond. Please, Mr. Alsop, please. Fine, Mr. Alsop answered, throwing his hands in the air. But don't come crying to me when... But Charlie didn't hear the end of what Mr. Alsop had to say because he was already running towards his house. As soon as he had his fishing tackle, young Charlie raced across the local fields towards Glover's Wood. What he found in the dying light disappointed him. The pond was easy enough to find, but it was clogged with pondweed and full of dead branches. Only a few patches of clear water remained, mm -hmm. and Charlie thought he could see through, th through, through them right to the bottom. It seemed that the water was only a few inches deep, hardly the sort of place that might harbour a monster fish. <laughs> <laughs> But he had come this far, Charlie chucked out a line, a little stick float and worm, hoping that there might still be a few minnows around, maybe even an eel or two. Almost as soon as his float stood straight in the water, it was yanked under with all the ferocity of a colossal pike strike. I love it. <laughs> Charlie's line snapped instantly, but he didn't care. There was obviously something huge lurking in the pond. Maybe there was deeper water below the weed after all. The perfect hiding place for the giant carp he'd hoped would be there all along. <laughs> Charlie, wound in, Charlie wound in his loose line, sank back against the tree, reached into his basket and began switching to his most robust tackle. But in his eagerness, he couldn't resist a glance back up at the pond. Standing on the other side of the bank amongst the trees... The sinister shape of an old man dressed in tattered, soot-stained robes. He said nothing. He just stared at Charlie through unforgiving bloodshot eyes. Terrified, young Charlie shot up from where he was sitting, slammed his head straight into a low branch, <laughs> knocking himself out. Night engulfed young Charlie when he came around. He remembered where he was, what had happened, and his heart was racing. Sat straight to the squirrel. Oh, sat straight to squint through the gloom, no sign of any old man, but to his horror, the fishing tackle by his side smashed to pieces. Young Charlie stood 
and ran without retrieving so much as a broken float. Is that Amen. it? Oh my gosh. That's it. It Poor was Charlie. so much about fishing. It was so much fishing. <laughs> that was ninety-five percent fishing. It was. I was five percent creepy old man. So that this was the most rated Reddit. Well, on the, yeah, the ghost stories thing I was on. Terrible alien one was the most rated one too. Like, why are people so interested in these shitty ghost stories? Yeah. So but what- this is actually based on like a. I think this is loosely based on a true story because oh, yeah. it goes on to say, <clears throat> "The above is a story that is endlessly passed around campfires where I grew up. Hmm. Most of my local ponds are inhabited by mirror carp, and apparently they're all descended from the carp monks used to rear in their monastery pond hundreds of years ago. Hmm. According to the local legend, the monastery was burned down when a crew bought refused fish to starving villagers after a failed harvest." In doing so, the abbot bought death and a terrible curse upon himself. Now he's doomed to patrol old monastery pool day and night, making sure no villagers tried to take his precious fish. I think, I think if you were into the world of fishing, then a, a spooky fishing ghost fishing story, would, and, that, yeah. would get, that would get you, right? That would probably be pretty good. Yeah. But if you, if you don't really fish... Then. Well, I mean, I like fishing. <clears throat> I, I mean, who doesn't like fishing? But I mean, like, how often are you actually out fishing? Yeah, I suppose. Okay. Once every, like, two years. I have one that I think is actually scary. Well, okay. Okay. Spooky, well it's, it's my turn, though. Okay, you can go then. Well, yeah. No more no Is more yours, like, stories. really good? I mean, it's I... got... I'll 759 no upvotes and comments. Okay. Yeah, this one had the, like the number one, or something. Okay, so the number one comment is this is the content I subscribe for. I can't imagine how it was for your poor mom. She must have been out of her mind with Tara. And your dog deserves a medal for being the goodest boy ever. So there's Your a hero. sounds like a good story to end on, though. All right, fine. I'll end on it. You go give us yours, and then uh, we can end with, with, with my one. Okay. Does any, Wait, does anyone have any real life? Like themselves, the wee stories. Have we talked about this before? We might have, but I mean, it's been a while. I think I told one, maybe. Yeah, I think we have. Never mind. Forget that. You can go back and listen to last year's Halloween. I can't remember what we talked about, though. Neither can I. All right, Mick, give us your story. Okay. Hang on. This is called Jazz Coffee Shop Nightmare Jazz and Piano with Rain. (laughs) You're burp during with rain there. But this is like, oh, oh, I was going to say, this isn't scary, but then. I turned it up too loud. Oh, there really is rain. You hear that? Yeah, but this isn't scary music. That's static. This sounds like Animal Crossing. A little bit. Mm. All right, hang on. <clears throat> I think most of this is just like various music and then us giggling. There we go. This is good. Okay. Okay, this says, I know it sounds like something straight out of a movie, but it's 100% what happened to me about 24 years ago. When I was still relatively newly married, my then husband and I moved into a townhouse-style apartment. The two floors of our apartment were on the second and third floor of the building and the management office and the mailbox area was almost directly below us on the ground level. The woman who managed the building was older, didn't care for the property well, and usually spent most days chain-smoking camel non-filters in her office and being a hateful old racist. Imagine renting a place from Juno, the social worker from Beetlejuice, but less helpful. She really resented what we had at the townhouse claiming we lied about my being pregnant when we moved in because she didn't want to rent that unit to people with kids she also made a few disparaging remarks about my husband due to his race she was a real peach truly so after the kiddo was born i was a stay-at-home mom just busy keeping the house clean and the baby occupied without a car or local mom friends after lunch the kiddo needed a bath so i went upstairs and ran the tub Soon, I had the baby sitting happily splashing in one of those suction cups with bath seats. I don't know. 
maybe kids people with kids might people know kids will get that. yeah i have no idea what that is that's spooky. i think it's like a seat that you can stick yeah, you inside your tub to the tub so it doesn't move around so the kid can then sit yeah, in but, a, a solid seat in a tub but but would the baby not be like fully submerged in the water no no no, no, no you no, don't fill got, up the tub that much fill it up when you got a baby oh. <laughs> okay so important to note it's, <laughs> it's the middle of winter and we had no heat an issue we'd been fighting juno the landlord for for a while among other maintenance issues, like my um, arching ceiling fan or the garbage disposal that was held on with duct tape and leaked, we basically had to keep a space heater or two in every room to keep the chill off. I had taken one of the space heaters to the bathroom to keep the bathroom warm enough for bath time and had it sitting out of reach and splashing distance on top of the bathroom counter. I was standing in the bathtub getting ready to lift the baby out when all of a sudden the space heater started rocking back and forth, when it had not been rocking before. I had this terrible feeling of dread as I looked at the heater, and I just reached, or I just reacted because I knew I couldn't get us both out of the tub in time. I reached down to grab the baby seat, ending up pulling it off the tub and dropping the baby over the side of the tub, or to the bathroom floor, just as the heater got to the end of the cord. It thumped into the shower door, bounced off the edge of the tub, and landed on its side on the floor a couple of inches away where it shut off. Had an auto shut off in case it tipped over. When I looked over to the corner of the bathroom, that part of the room seemed to just get darker, like it was filling up with shadows. There was no smoke, no change in lighting, no windows, so no sun going behind clouds. It was just darker. I also started to smell cigarette smoke, camel non-filters which I knew the smell of well from being in Juno's office at the time to get thing all the time to get things fixed. The smell was so thick it made me cough and my chest ached, but I couldn't see any smoky haze. And it felt like this overwhelming sensation of hatred and malice, like someone was standing there giving me a death glare. I grabbed the baby and a towel and ran downstairs because I was so freaked out. I couldn't bring myself to go back up there, so I used some diapers from the diaper bag and kept the baby wrapped in the towel and cuddled up to stay warm. I stayed there the rest of the day until my husband got home. Every so often, I'd look up the stairs at the bathroom, but I didn't want to take the baby up there, and I was afraid to leave him alone downstairs. When he asked me why the baby wasn't dressed, I told him that the heater about the heater and the smoke in the bathroom, and he went up to check, figuring it was yet another maintenance issue. There was no electrical issues, no damage to the outlet, no smoke, no cigarette smell. But he put the heater back on the counter and turned it on, watched it for a few minutes, and it didn't rock. So it didn't rock itself off the counter either. He laughed it off, but later that day we heard Juno's adult son downstairs near the, ma near the mailboxes yelling his head off at people. And that's when we found out she'd had a massive heart attack in her office earlier that day and he'd found her dead in the chair with a camel non-filtered still in her hand. No way. Right? That's kind of spooky. That's a good Very one. Very spooky. Was that based on the true story? Yeah, like that's someone recounting like something that happened to them. That's kind of So basically, nuts. like, this like lady tried to kill her. Mm. Right? With yeah. By throwing like the heater into the tub. Weird. Oh, shit. Is that what she tried to do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like she was in the tub bathing her baby. Right, so the lady died in real life, and then her ghost went to yeah. try and kill the baby. That's basically uh. what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Creepy, what a right? Horrible human being, right? A horrible ghost lady. Yeah, but just both. <laughs> <coughs> just bad. Bad. What's a bad? But good story. Good story. Well, good story though. Very we're, good story. We're back. We're back on back where on we track. should be. <laughs> you get a ding. You get a point. Me. McKinley's winning. This is a game, by the way. Whoever has the best story wins. McKinley's oh, come on. But what about the monstrous pipe? <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's even a, there's even a photo of it. Oh, there's a photo. I don't know if you can really see it. Oh, yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> creepy house, big fish. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very Here we go. This story is brought to us in the subreddit Ghost Stories by user wolf underscore dream <laughs> the title my trip to the slaughter yard a story my cool. mum wouldn't tell me until my 30s brackets long <laughs> <laughs> okay here we go 
So let me start out by saying I enjoy writing this, um, so it will be long, but will hopefully be an interesting read. I also admit that I have absolutely no memory of this experience. I was a little over two years old when it happened and just started to walk on my own when this event took place. My mom only told me this story about three years ago when I was 32 and about to get married. My mother was raised in a very tiny fundamentalist Christian community and had no belief in the paranormal. She believed that our souls sleep until judgment day or something like this. Ergo, there are no ghosts or spirits to haunt houses. Even after 30 years later, she still sounded terrified as she told me this. This woman who always talks way too loud was literally whispering at the end of it. We don't need any of this part. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. In 1988, my parents had their second child. This was my brother, Victor. Brackets alias. It's <laughs> not his real name. Uh, Victor. Okay. We were very crowded in our rented flat with two babies. My parents decided to move to a rambling old two-story farmhouse on a seven-acre plot in southern Ohio for more room for the family. It's, it's, never always, a good it's start. always a farmhouse, isn't it? It's always mm, bad when yeah. they move to a farmhouse. All right. It was way out in the sticks, or to convert for my Canadian listeners, out in the boonies, and took almost an hour to get to town from there. My mom also said the first time I saw the house, I freaked out. I was crying and saying things like, don't like mean house, mean house, ugly house, don't like. Scary house, mama, don't <laughs> like. My mom says that this behavior was very out of character for me, but I stopped complaining about the house after a few weeks, so she talked it up to the stress of the move. Now this house was ramshackle as fuck, and in the <laughs> middle of nowhere. <coughs> the Wait, what does ramshackle as fuck mean? I think it means like it was old like and like run down. down. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, the kitchen was to the far rear of the house, and until recently, before we moved in, still had a working ancient wood-burning cooking stove against the back wall. This had caught the back wall on fire a couple of months before we moved in and caused a lot of damage. A lot of this damage wasn't fixed, so my young, broke-ass parents were very cheap and uh, got a very cheap rent agreement. Gotta love the 80s. On the second floor, directly above the kitchen, was a locked room. The landlord claimed it had heavy fire damage, but her son, who had done the repairs, claimed the only fire damage left was in the kitchen since it had been the worst and was beyond his skill level to fix. Either way, the landlord was adamant that the room was off limits, and my parents always respected that. No fucking way. If I'm <laughs> living anywhere and the landlord's like, oh yeah, don't go in that room because you know, I'm going in that fire room. damage. I'm like, mm, I'm not living here. <laughs> Oh, no, I'd go in the room first. No, I'm not living. <laughs> yeah. No. There's, if, I need to like know every nook and cranny of where I live. Yeah, but that's why you would investigate it. Uh, I don't know. What if, what if you broke in and then like there was just 50 million in bars of gold sitting there? Well, obviously that would be a good day, but yeah, exactly. I don't think the landlord would do that. It's only going to be a bad thing if a landlord's like, oh, don't go in that room. It's locked for, uh, you know, reasons. Fire damage or whatever. Um, off limits. So anyway, my parents always reflected that. I would have looked 100% lol. <laughs> um, I know all of this because I had heard stories about the crappy farmhouse with the creepy door my whole life. And there were always pictures of us in and around the farmhouse. This storm's getting a little too rowdy. Let's turn it down. <laughs> um... The locked door was right next to the upstairs landing, so there was no avoiding it, and both my parents have told me it gave them the creeps. A few months after we moved in, my mother and I were in the yard with our pit bull, pit slash Doberman mix dog, named Boss. She was hanging laundry, and I was rolling around with the dog. She said that just as she noticed that everything was way too silent, Boss started going apeshit from surprisingly far away, about 500 yards from the house to the left. There was a small duck pond. Boss was in between the two, running towards my mom, then turning and running back towards the pond, barking frantically the whole time. My mom saw something thrashing around in the middle of the pond. She took off towards the water, full Is speed. Is it a big carp? It's not a big carp. <laughs> <laughs> But I was thinking that also. Um, boss beat her there and drug... Uh, I think that's supposed to be drag. Dragged me out of the water himself. Thank you, Pupper. Love you. 
Although my mom was confused as to how I'd got so far into the pond and so fast and how I was in the center of the pond, since it was over my head and I couldn't swim, she figured she underestimated me and brought in the baby gates and play pens. So I was contained from then on. Maybe young Charlie was looking for a fishing pond. <clears throat> Maybe. That sounds kind of weird though, right? So that she's like at her house old, playing with the dog and then all of a sudden she's, she's in the field she's, no she's she's hanging out laundry the kid the guy who wrote this mm-hmm. is playing with the dog mm-hmm. and the next thing she knows the mum is very quiet and the dogs running back and forth between the pond and her barking and then the kid is suddenly in the middle of the pond and the dog went in and dragged him out okay how old's the kid two oh okay he's he's pretty young yeah and can't swim so, a few weeks later, she was cooking downstairs. Boss was outside, Victor asleep in his crib. Victor was the, bro- the brother. Um, and I was in my playpen in my room upstairs. I also had a gate on my door and one at the top of the stairs. The stairs ran from the side of the kitchen, so my mom said she would listen for us crying or fussing while cooking. My mom said no longer than 15 minutes after the last time she looked in on us kids, Boss started going crazy again in the yard. She runs up to check on us. Victor's still sleeping. Every baby gate is still shut and locked, but I am not in my room. Oh, I got a chill. <laughs> a frenzied yeah. search <laughs> reveals I'm not even in the house. A sudden image of Boss saving me from drowning causes my mum to rush outside to see what he's trying to tell her this time. She said he was running circles in the yard, barking uncontrollably. When she got outside, he took off towards the right, away from the pond. He would run ahead, turn around, and bark at my mother, wait for her to catch up a little bit before racing off again. He ended up leading her almost half a mile, sorry, almost a mile and a half out onto a dirt road that separated our property from our neighbors. He led her to a thick stand of trees on our neighbor's side of the rocky drive. She said what hit her first was the foul stench of advanced decay. She plowed into the trees with her heart in her throat and her stomach full of ice. She said she noticed many piles of congregated tin, tarps, tires, and other debris. The misamina was emanating most strongly from these um, junkyard, uh, from this junkyard. Peeking under a sheet of tin, she discovered the extremely deco- decomposed corpse of a butchered cow. Ooh. As she headed deeper into the thicket where the tree cover was denser, she said less care was taken to cover the remains. Grizzly pieces of bone and rotted chunks of um, debris littered the area. Apparently our neighbor, in an effort to cheat his taxes, had been illegally slaughtering cattle and hiding the remains in one of the few strands of uh, like thickets of trees around the property. Smart man. She found me in the dead center of this thicket, just standing there looking around like I was confused, surrounded by the carnage. She said I didn't seem scared or anything, just standing. She rushed over to me, and after asserting that I wasn't injured, began questioning me on how and why I was here. How did I get there? Keeping in mind that although my mother said I started speaking very young, I still didn't have much of a vocabulary. She said I told her with that serious look only small children can give that the children brought me here. (coughs) Shitting her pants at the thought that anyone, even children, could walk right past her through the kitchen, get me from upstairs and walk me right past her on the way down the stairs and then out a mile and a half, she demanded to know what the children were and where the hell they are now. I looked at her dead serious and told her the ones that live with us in the room at the top of the stairs that I didn't see them anymore. Oh, sorry, and I didn't see them anymore. After a moment of stunned silence, she started asking all kinds of questions about these children. However, she told me that I refused to say anything else. She said as long as she questioned me about what happened, I would just stand there staring at her with a serious expression and my mouth closed. She said this same pattern held um, held true every other time she brought it up with me and was always left wondering immediately... um, Yeah, and then she began hounding at my dad to move closer to town. While the incident with me getting to the pond was highly unlikely, it was at least remotely possible. My mother is adamant that me being in the hidden slaughter yard that day was flat out impossible. 
She says, there is no way I could have ever known it was out there, much less have the ability to open a, a baby gate, get downstairs past her, and end up almost two miles down the road in about 15 minutes. I was only two and as slow and clumsy as most toddlers were. As I said, she's still shaken about this 30 years later. Potentially, I have no idea what happened that day. I've thought about the hypnosis, but I haven't yet. Um, I haven't been able to remember. That's it. That's the mystery. That's, that's, that's creepy. Very, like. creepy. very creepy. It's true. That's a good, creepy ghost story. Mm-hmm. The children in the room at the top of the stairs. Mm. Yeah. I think you'd open that. If the kids said the children at the top of the stairs, you'd open that door. No, yeah. I would be Thereafter. gonzo. I agree. Like you should be gonzo, but you'd have to find out. Yeah, but like you're not like you. It's not like you're gonna open the door and then just see all the kids standing there because they're ghosts, it's crazier like, that a two-year-old would end up in the middle of a pond. Yeah. It's it's kind of kind of kind of very weird. creepy. I want to know more. <laughs> I thought there would be more to that story. To be honest, I was kind of upset it ended there, but that's it. Yeah, like I need a I need a part two when he goes and gets hypnosis. Yeah. See what he can remember. Because that was a good one. That was a good one. Thank you. Much less about fish. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, there was a pond. There was a there was a slight... Yeah, there was a nod to... Crossover. Yeah, something fish Charlie, related. Charlie could have well been one of those kids. All right. Does anyone have any more, or should we wrap this up? I mean, I've got one here that's voted... It's a pretty long one, though. How long have we been going for? We've been going for just under an hour. I was going to say, did we ever talk about the creepy, like, child we would hear at our old apartment building? No way. What? Remember the, like, kid in the hallway in the footsteps? No. You're, (laughs) either you've repressed this or you're lying. At our old apartment. Which one? Maitland? Yeah. We went out into the hallway with Coda, and then we heard someone run down the hallway. I have repressed the shit out of this. I have no memory of this. How do you not remember this? You were there. It was me and you and Coda. John, I have no (laughs) clue about this. That's crazy. Yeah. When? Like winter. Coda was still kind of small. So what, did you wake up in the middle of the night here? No, this was like after dinner. So it was dark out, but not like nighttime, really. Like, no, like night, night, yeah, yeah. And, well, okay, so the weird things about that apartment, one, were that when we first moved in, Reese and I would both have nightmares at the same time, like multiple nights in a row. So we're like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. And then I was telling my Nana about this, and she's very spiritual. So she's like, oh, you need yeah. to sage the place because you just moved in. So, like there could be bad energy there so she gave me some sage i saged the place we stopped having nightmares and then time would pass and it would happen again at where we would both have nightmares and then i would sage the place and it would stop happening so we're like what sage the place it's literally so like it's you like burn, a herb you like, burn it yeah and just a little smoke uh. it's like aroma incense that kind of vibe yeah similar to that but it's supposed to be like like if you talk to a medium or something they sage before so that they can have like they can get rid of everyone else's energies to just like focus okay. on you. So I don't know. I thought maybe it's like a placebo. Like we think that we've saged or whatever. So, so then you're, yeah. we feel more relaxed. So we stop having nightmares. So yeah, I'm not saying it was necessarily like the sage made the ghosts go away. But then, yeah, like so we were we were going to take Coda for a walk. Mm-hmm. And then we heard a kid running up and down the corridor when we were still in the apartment? No, we were in the hallway. Hmm. The so hallway walked... of like the, the apartment complex. Yeah, so we walked out into our hallway, which our building was like 100 years old and looked like an old like Victorian-style house. Like the arcade. And there was only stairs. Yeah. Like there was no elevator. So it was very like old-fashioned. We mm-hmm. walk into the hallway, you're locking the door, and then we hear like footsteps like do 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 like running away from us down the hallway, but there's no one there. And we're on the top floor. So it so couldn't no have way. been anyone above yeah, us no... running. And we and wouldn't have, have heard below someone you. below us running like that loudly. Hmm. I honestly have no memory of this. 
how did we talk about it yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean you you were like buried this you were like no (laughs) oh okay yeah if i was like no then yeah i think i have a vague memory of it how how does that make you remember it not because i didn't pay much attention i literally was like nope (laughs) i was like oh that nope, was really I creepy and you listen. were like nope <laughs> yeah see that's how i deal with these things i just nope, nope. and then you just p- pretend it never happened it didn't happen <laughs> <laughs> as far as i'm concerned i don't remember simply put yeah Did I, I, tell, I think happened. i told you I, oh i think i might have told you reese i don't know if i've told mick about the time when i was like younger i can't remember this but i was i must have been like one maybe not even one because when we stayed in edinburgh i'm sure so I was in beside my mom and dad, and like I was sitting waving in the corner, and uh, my mom was like, "Who are you waving at, John?" And I'm like, "The the old woman in the corner." And my mom's like, "What what 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 does she look like? What's she wearing and stuff?" So I I started explaining it to her, and my dad's freaking out. He's, I'm 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 leaving. I'm getting out. He he like left the room. I'm pretty sure he like left the room. And then uh, I just stopped waving, and then she was like, "Is that her away?" And I'm like, "Yeah." She just disappeared. Mm. Just waving in a corner. Weird. They say that mm. kids can like see more ghosts or spirits or whatever than like adults can. I used to be afraid of like walking home from like so in where I used to stay in Cambridge. Like I would walk back from my mate's house and like I had to go through two alleyways. But through the two alleyways it was like as you would like walk down it, like halfway down the alley, there was like a left turn, like up a back street of gardens, and I would have to sprint by it, because like I couldn't walk slowly by it in case, you know, something. And every time I ran by it, like in the corner of my eye, I always felt like I seen something. Yeah, that's always the case when you're out. I remember at school, mm. like going walking from Wavell back to the main building. Every single time around the back, around the RE hut, like around the yeah. back of the RE hut, I would freaking run. I did not like. I feel that. like everything in the UK could be haunted. Oh like, yeah, everything so here old is there. so much newer. Yeah, it's different here. Although downtown well, Halifax, I, mean, I think has to be haunted. Yeah, with the Halifax Edinburgh's explosion. Halifax explosion. Is Edinburgh not like built on an underground city or some shit? Yeah. Yeah, Edinburgh is definitely haunted. Yeah, yeah definitely. like. There is. Um, I don't understand how that works. Here's a creepy story. Uh, I'm only going to be able to say partially because honestly, it was told to me from someone else. So I don't know how, whatever this was. But anyway, a friend's mum told me this story that she went to the Edinburgh, Edinburgh Underground City, uh-huh. and like I don't know if you call them the catacombs or what it would be called. I don't know if they call it that. But anyway, Edinburgh has got yeah, like an underground city that you can go to. It's very. It's completely pitch black. Like can't see anything down there anyway they're doing like the tour thing and it's like a ghost tour or whatever and they came to this room and they said right that room in there is the most haunted like room um and we don't go in there essentially and they were talking with the tour guide and they're like why don't you go in there it's like because it's just really not <coughs> great anytime anyone's gone in there something's happened um or nine times out of ten something happens and it's just it's not worth it but this is the most haunted room you can look from the doorway Anyway, they were, as I think, a group of women all together, like having a laugh, and they were like, "Oh, come on, one of us can go in there." I'm like, "Okay, fine." The tour guys like, "Sure, if you want to, on you go." So anyway, one of them walked in to the room, was looking around, and then felt like pain all along their back. And then they were the only ones in that room, and they were just looking around. And then when they came out, they lifted up their shirt, and at the back there was like scratch marks all the way down their back. Mm-hmm. spooky yeah that shit fucking i'd hate that <laughs> i'd be like yeah. fuck this i'm out <laughs> i wouldn't I, I, I don't even i wouldn't even go down there mm-hmm. yeah. i wouldn't like that i've been down there i've done it once really yep i did a little tour down there it was like the uh mary queen's close or whatever they call it Queen what does mary it smell close? like it smells old, musty, you know, like damp. Yeah. Like, you know, what you'd expect underground sort of city. I'd go back there and I would do it again, though, because I did quite enjoy it. I love Edinburgh. Like, I didn't do it enough when I lived there, 
but all the like old stories and like the Edinburgh dungeons and stuff like that I always found that really cool hearing about the history of like everything whenever we went on a school trip anywhere and they did like a history you know when they you go to a place and there's like a history tour and they've got those old animatronic like waxwork people and they're dressed like yeah. the olden days and they walk you around in this different scenes that they set up I love that that's how we met to Clawden yeah yeah all that we actually stuff. drove by a sign for Clawden I on love the way it. up to oh yeah yeah Durso. on the way up in the weekend there you go yeah I love all that stuff so if I go back to Edinburgh I'm gonna do all those like little tours and things what do you mean, if you yeah. go back to Edinburgh? <laughs> like, if I go back sometime, like... When you go back When I go back. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. I wasn't meaning if. Yeah, sorry. We, we, we could do that. You right, could, we could you all could do take that. me. That would be fun. What if we all wore, like, lapel mics and did a podcast whilst <laughs> just recorded our whilst tour? Whilst underground. Do people want to hear that? No, they don't. <laughs> well, we'll I find out if anyone listens fishing. to this. If anyone gets through this If anyone this gets past the first 30 minutes of laughing, I'll be shocked. Yeah. What did we have? We had a grandma who died on the, the toilet. toilet. We had yeah, Elvis, um, a man who just lost a few hours of a, his night a couple times. Yeah, uh, we had a fishing um, story. A fishing story. We then had the the baby in the bath was pretty good, and then that was the, a good the baby one. in the pond pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So they we got better. There we go. We got there. All right. Anyway, let's hit the outro for this. Um, we might be doing another Halloween episode, so this might just be part of Halloween week or whatever we're going to do, because I would like to do like a March Madness of the best Halloween movies, because mm-hmm. I think we said we did that last year, and we never did, so we can prepare a little bit for that and, and do that. Um, but yeah, Mick and Lee, thank you so much for joining us and for sharing your uh, stories. Um, as always, you can follow us on Instagram at pineapple3 underscore podcast, where we post updates every once in a while um please leave us a five-star review on spotify check out the kickstarter all-star caddy if you can i've won your host reese you stay classy san diego co-host john we'll see you later goodbye everyone goodbye